Welcome to Working Matters. My name's Carl Edwards. We hope you join the conversation on the web at oldenterprises.com. Well, today we start a brand new series on technology, and with me I have my favorite technology guru, George Rosas. Thank you for joining us, George. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. Tell our viewers a little about who you are and why I'm so impressed with you. (laughs) That I don't know, Carl. I can't figure that out. Here at Bold Enterprises, I work behind the scenes. Listeners may recognize my voice as the guy who says, this is a Bold Enterprises production. Uh, I do software development, and I really enjoy my work. It's constantly changing, and you never know what they're going to ask you to do next. So it's a great field to be employed in. Well, that's why they need a genius like you, and that's why I know you're the best podcast producer out there. (laughs) Thank you. We are going to explore this area that is both full of change for people and full of headaches, wouldn't you say? We have to keep up with all of the new developments and how they affect our work. Absolutely, it can be a headache at times. We need to keep up because these changes bring new features to us that make our work more efficient. But you know, every time we have to learn a new feature, that learning curve is a real pain for people. It's going to be almost like, oh no, not an upgrade. (laughs) That's right. Well, we want to take some of the mystery out of it. You know, just like in politics, there's camps. There's the people way over on the right and way over on the left who believe passionately about whatever. And in technology, you know, we've got our upgrade all the time people or the don't upgrade until you have to. And that doesn't really help us make decisions, does it? It doesn't um, sort out that neat and tidy when to jump on board. Yeah, well, I'm I'm one of those people who loves the latest and greatest. So, uh, you know, when the new version of, you know, the Mac operating system comes out, I'm in line. I got to get it. Sometimes that presents a headache after the fact when I realize that things don't work anymore. Do I regret it or do I learn to work in a new way? One of the things that we'll be exploring during these next few weeks. But you're familiar with technology, so that style works for you. And what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for everybody, either as individuals or as companies. So what we want to do in this series, and we're going to spend the today and the next four weeks looking at different areas of technology change, we really want to help people think about it and give them some decision-making criteria to kind of discern if it's time for them, what will work for them and give some issues there. And that's very useful because, you know, people get marketed to constantly with new things. And so they have to decide, is it the right time for me to jump in on something new? And a lot of times people just don't know when the right time is. And so hopefully we can help in that decision-making process. Well, one of the things that you're always pointing out to me is that when um, a new technology is reliable or not, I mean, you referred to it just now with the operating system change on the Macs. And so one of the criteria we'll be looking at is, you know, what are the risks involved with jumping on board early on? And when is it worth to wait till something's totally reliable or have you waited too long? That's right. You don't want to get left behind. You want to be the one left behind, but you don't want to be working with all the bugs. That's right. Is there a magical place where you should really jump in? You know, in the Windows world, we usually say, don't buy a Microsoft product until Service Pack 2. For some reason, this is when things seem to get stabilized and businesses are ready to jump in. And another factor we're going to look at is just the impact the change has on you. Does it help you get more done or is it a distraction? You know, with new gadgets being first in line, and I think I did see you on the news one evening, in line. <laughs> you know, how often with all the new features, you know, take a iPhone, for example, is it helping you right off the bat and how much of it is a distraction? So you're actually getting less work done. 
Yeah, that's right. And uh, yes, I am guilty of iPhone lust, Carl. <laughs> I thought so. You know, my contract was about to run out, and I said, you know, I'll wait a, f- a few more months, and they'll get new software out the door. It'll have more features. But, you know, I couldn't take it. I couldn't be the uh, the last one on the block with an iPhone. So. <laughs> So you jumped in. I did. But other people are, it helps them to have constant access to their email because they're in a highly relational business and to have their BlackBerry audible notices is extremely helpful. To others, it's a distraction and they really need to be focusing on something else. And there that feature works against them. So for different people, we're going to find that the focus versus distraction spectrum works differently. The final area we're going to be helping people think through is just how much value a certain change will add to their productivity. We're kind of of the school that all change is good, at least going in a good direction. But whether you're just getting what I call an arithmetic benefit and doing all that learning and confronting all that distraction, or you're actually getting an exponential benefit from the change, well, I think will be very helpful in people deciding whether to pony up both the money and the energy change is going to require. Yeah, and this is one that I'm, you know, really into exploring this particular field here because we are going to try to uh, give you some clues as to how you should measure whether an upgrade is for you or not because sometimes it's okay to wait for the next version. And so, yeah, I think this is going to be an an interesting uh, topic for our podcast. Yeah, we're going to be spending the next four weeks looking in some areas specifically. We're going to start with what I call gadget obsession and really... For setting those of you who you know love your new gadgets and know how to take their features to a new level, free to enjoy that and, and be the early learners for the rest of us. And for those of us for whom they are just a distraction, it'll be quite freeing to wait. We'll also be looking at upgrades, um, both in software that changes maybe every year sometimes, and hardware, which doesn't last much longer with the pace of change, does it? That's right. And, and hardware is an even trickier issue than software sometimes, because hardware can be a longer haul purchase than your software. We expect our computers to last four or five years. We don't want to break out another $1,000 every couple of years the way we would with an operating system, where it's a smaller expense. Yeah, I remember... Even before, when computers weren't compared to each other, they were compared to typewriters. And of course, a typewriter would last forever. So why didn't the computer? <laughs> and that, that was hard to get into our system. Mm. That e- even a five years was a, seemed like an incredibly short horizon, not a long one. But we'll help people with that. And then databases. Oh, my gosh. This I call database hell. We could do four months of podcasts on databases, Carl. Oh, my gosh. Not only on databases, but the leaders that use and abuse them. I mean, how often do you have in in your work people coming and wanting this feature and that feature so they can look at their data from left to right and from top to bottom and from long term to short term and thinking that somehow it's going to help them make a better decision? And, and in some cases, it's not just your management that wants this data. Sometimes it's your customers that want this data. And I've oh. had experience in that field. Depending on how much these customers are bringing up your business, you may have to bend over backwards and really give them this type of information they're looking for. And uh, I have some experience in this field, and this can be very tricky. Boy, you need them, and they're, and they're asking for something that's not going to help them. And then, and then finally, just the whole area of communication that's exploding all around us. Landline telephones to cellular phones to texting to emailing to messaging to video conferencing. I just go on and on and get louder and more shrill with each new 
option that's out there. But are you, how available are you? Are you available all the time on all mediums? Do you keep up a Facebook page as well as you keep online all the time? Are you uh, listeners out there on your Twitter right now telling all your friends that you're listening to our podcast? That's right. And downloading the latest episode of Grey's Anatomy as well. <laughs> yeah, we live in very complicated times. People expect to be able to reach us any moment of the day, no matter what we're doing. I welcome this discussion as to whether this is a really good thing or not. Do we need to pull the plug sometimes, or do we work best in a constantly networked environment? We're going to really have to think through that whole, what's helping us focus or what's merely a distraction when it comes to all these communication opportunities. That will be different for everyone, and that's why this is going to be a fun series. So, George, I'm looking forward to chatting with these things about you. We hope you are all here next week as we delve into gadget obsessions. And please join us on the web at boldenterprises.com. I'm blogging on these topics at the same time and would love to hear what you have to say as well. Thank you for joining us. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production. 